Hey guys, this is episode number 52 of Soul with Ash and Jazz. This is obviously Ash. And this is Jazz. I got a scratch and sniff. For real. <laughs> <laughs> that was so yeah. funny. Gotta listen to the last episode to know what the heck that means. That was about... Um... Shit, I can't remember. I can't we really talk remember. So, I don't know what the context so was. I don't know what the context was. Well, half the time, Jazz, like I don't even remember if like it's on the air or if it's something that we've talked about, like privately, like, offline, offline. <laughs> like, wait, did that go down on a live recording or did that go down like when I was just talking to you? No, I'm pretty convinced it came up in the live recording. It did. It did. Yeah. We were talking about like I don't know what we were talking about. What somehow we mentioned scratch and sniff, and we're like, oh yeah, we're gonna send out postcards with scratch and sniff. For real. I yeah. forgot, dude. Yeah, I totally forgot. I don't really remember, but that happened last episode, so. <laughs> For real. So, well, actually, tonight, um, and if you don't mind, you know, speaking about it and stuff like that, um, and I know we talked about it, like, post-production on the last show, and you did something that was, like, totally amazing on Twitter, as I was going through your feed and stuff like that and just reading what you just blurted out. And then uh, I know we talked about it after the show and you mentioned that, you know, it feels liberating to be in that space of being able to put it out on the line and just express with your heart what you've been going through and stuff like that. And um, how that change you. <laughs> pull the ripcord you know it's funny because I know we talked about it offline and for the listeners like it's been a long time coming of me like kind of coming forward with a lot of what's been happening since gosh since 2017 and even the beginning of 2018 if you guys have been listening to Soul Gab you'll kind of hear a lot of the context or the backstory and I'll point you guys to the website that I put out because this has ended up what ended up happening was I kind of un- unloaded my whole heart and my whole soul of everything that I experienced in 2017, like what happened to Real Talk with Ashley, for anyone that was a listener, I don't know if anyone out there listens to this podcast that listened to that show, but I really kind of exposed or like bared everything that went down. And I put a lot of context into it. And I basically kind of just verbally vomited. <laughs> I don't know if I want to call it that because it did need to come through me, but I kind of just ended up letting everything pour out of me on Twitter of all places. And Twitter is like, I think like 280 characters or what have you, but it just kind of kept coming. It just kept pouring out of me for whatever reason. I wasn't planning it. Like I was literally at work. And for whatever reason that morning, I just like something came through me. I'm like, I just started typing. Like the first one that I typed was like, I forgot what the first one was, but I just started typing and then all of a sudden it just wouldn't stop. It just kept coming forward. And then of course I got a lot of DMs or like messages just like saying, Oh my God, it's so amazing to see you release this and shout out to Brian, obviously bright to 82, who's definitely been behind the scenes, like kind of along with jazz, just like one of those people that really knows the whole story, like the whole like meat and potatoes of what went down. Cause I did kind of talk with people privately but the first one that actually reached out was him. And he said, Ash, I'm so proud of you. I know that was really hard and that was really vulnerable. And I think it's just so amazing that you were able to like really put that out there. And I told him, I'm like, you know, Brian, like I wasn't thinking that was going to happen, but it happened. And he's like, 
oh, that's okay. Like, I know that it was messy. And it, I'm, cause I was like, oh, it's messy. It's all kind of convoluted in Twitter. But he made me actually realize, you know what? Mm-hmm. Put it all in a blog. And I'm like, yeah, I want to do it in a blog just to like, kind of bring it all together, make it cohesive as opposed to just like random ass tweets. So from there, like, I was able to kind of yeah. put everything together in a blog post, which I referenced. It's now it's randomwithash.com. And it's going to be the blog post that's titled Fuck Staying Silent or something like that. And that was kind of where I put everything oh, together awesome. in like a actual blog post. So if you want to hear, like, if you want to read that, you can definitely go do so. I'm not going to like necessarily read the whole thing, but yeah, it was really a big release right. in the sense of like letting that come out of me finally after just like holding it so close to my vest and just like having a lot of shame around everything that happened or just like guilt, all the emotions. And obviously jazz has been yeah a big part of me able to kind of share because jazz was the first person that I really told what happened or I told her because she knew that something was off and she knew that there was something going on and she was able to like I really felt safe with jazz obviously and I was able to like tell her first yeah and from there like it kind of transpired that we ended up doing a podcast together and then from there I was able to start my own podcast on my like a daily show on my own because that's what I like doing and then after I think it was Wednesday that I did, did all that or maybe it was Tuesday but after all that kind of came out, then like literally mm-hmm. I was like, I want to blog. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to just put it on Insta. So then that was the same day that I ended up getting the domain and got the whole website set up. That's awesome. Yeah. Random and with, what's the name of it again? It's randomwithash.com. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. And I'll put like a hyperlink onto uh, my this woman oh, from NY.com. I shouted you, but, I shouted um, you out. Oh, you're obviously. welcome. I, I constantly shout <laughs> you out. But yeah, you're mentioned You're mentioned all over my website along with just in that post itself because I kind of did my side note of like just mentioning like the whole journey it took to get here. And I referenced that fateful conversation that we had back in March of just like really being able to tell you what happened and then circling and going forward and starting this podcast that we're on right now. Yeah, and what's so funny too when it, you know, when I saw that whole um, posting and stuff like that, the whole like, I'll get certain messages and stuff like yeah. that from my guides, and um, I'll get themes for yeah. the week. You know, like I'll, I'll meditate and I'll get certain themes. And there was one theme that popped up during that week, and that was release, like not being afraid of what others are going or what the world is going to project onto you and their thoughts and their judgment but most importantly how do you feel and secondly it's okay to express and release those feelings that are underlining you that may be putting you in a place where it leaves you very vulnerable it's like it's almost like saying like it's okay to cry like there's no judgment in crying it's actually very healing in a sense because you know, all those tears and all those emotions, you know, they they can only do so much when oh, they're so hidden beneath us. And yeah, and the mental like capabilities that it can, you know, work against you, like over time, that stuff really oh, it affects does. you. And it was so, interesting yeah. too, so, like yeah. speaking so, of tears, 
I think I told you this in post conversation last time, but I mentioned how it's so weird how things work or how things kind of transpire, I guess. But like the night before, like before all this kind of verbally vomited came out of me and I just released everything. But the night before I ended up crying like for a good hour and it wasn't anything to do with this. Like it wasn't to do with the past. It wasn't to do with the situation or it wasn't even, I don't know, maybe it was like a mental release or preparation of releasing everything on Twitter in a public space like that. But I ended up crying my eyes out the night before because a couple things. I just, I felt like an overcome feeling of love and support. And I got that because I had a really good conversation with my family. I always talk to my mom every night, like at five (laughs) o'clock, just because I like to, I talk with her every night. And sometimes sometimes I'll talk to my brother or my dad, but I usually talk to her for at least a good 30 minutes every night. And like, we just had a good conversation. It's always good. But like that one was a good conversation. And then my dad texted me and then a good friend of mine that I've known kind of like you jazz, like someone I've known that's been on my Facebook and has been with me through all the iterations of Ashley, everything I've done, everything I've tried in the last like 10, 12 years. And she basically just sent me a DM just letting me know that I'm a good person and that I'm doing good in the world. And like, I'm loved and adored and I don't even know like, like my, what I'm doing is good and it's needed. And after I read that, like, I think it was just a combination of the family and just then getting that and just getting a lot of love from everyone on social as everything just kind of transpires. And obviously jazz knows as well as I do, there can be a lot of love that comes through social along with just like some interesting characters, but I just started crying. I just started (laughs) crying. I'm like, why am I crying? I'm like, I wasn't sad. Like it was just like a happy cry because I just felt so overcome with like love and support. And then, like, funny enough, like, yeah. the next day, I'm just like, let me just put it all out there. <laughs> no, it's good. It's very good. I mean, like I said, it's a, it's an emotional release. Like, when I think of tears or crying, I don't think it in the context of just solely based yeah. on sadness. Um, I think of it in context to, like, it could be a range of emotions. Because, you know, humans do shed tears in response to, like, different, all different types of emotions whether if that's sadness happiness um whatever or (laughs) exactly you know so you know there's always uh there's so there's always some relevance to why we shed tears and stuff like that and I think of in terms of it benefiting like it's you know when people try to suppress tears you know a lot of times it's because they fear or they have that they have that tendency to think that it's a sign of weakness but you know, in science, it's always suggested that um, when you do tear up, you or you're holding down and suppressing those tears, you're missing out on a whole bunch of benefits. Yeah. And one of them is like, it has a very soothing effect. And um, it's soothing to us because it regulates our emotions, it calms us down, it reduces the, the, the stress that we're feeling in that moment. Um, hell, in fact, um, I remember there was a research, I want to say back in 2015 or 14, and they found that crying had a very profound, direct, self-soothing effect on people. And um, the study actually explained how crying activates the nervous system, which is called uh, the parasympathetic nervous system. And that entire system is responsible for helping people to relax. I can see that. So... So, yeah, so when somebody tries to suppress, you know, their own emotions, especially when it regards 
to crying is they're doing it to their own detriment and I think again this goes back to what I always say breaking down those walls of the old construct of belief whether that's gender related like men are not supposed to cry um or whether if you're perceiving it as a sign of weakness and not having enough strength like that definitely needs to calm down because first of all we're all humans we're not robots and it's very healthy to express those emotions it's actually needed it's a requirement so yeah so i thought um I thought when you express yourself in that way and you use that platform on Twitter, um, yeah, that's definitely a step up as far as, um, you know, being able to heal. Really, that's what it is. Just healing uh, yourself from, you know, a wound that was still open. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it needed to be, it needed an attention. And I think, I think it being on the spotlight, especially in the social network, it allowed you to to be able to express it in a very healthy way. And I'm pretty sure there's other folks out there who are in the same situation that it's going to be helpful to yeah, them. Yeah, that's my only hope because my only thing is, like, I don't know. I always think, like, I don't want to come off as a victim. I don't want to come off as, like, woe is me. I don't want to come off as, like... Right. I never like want to make it seem like I didn't know what I was doing because even though it was like a mind fuck situation and honestly like yeah, I don't even know if I should call it a call because I wrote call but I'm like I don't I don't even know if that's the right expression because I got some I got an interesting comment coming to me of like a spiritual call what does that even like is that even real and it's like I don't know if that's what it, oh it I exists. Know it exists but then it that's exists. my own mind place yeah. of like was that what it was? I don't even know how to, like, a lot of it, it's just so hard or so interesting because when you're in it and then you come out of it, it's like you don't know what it actually was. All you know is your perception or your experience. And that's kind of what I've also been kind of thinking about lately of just thinking how we all have similar experiences or even just like to break it down, like, okay, me and you can have similar experiences or even right. just looking at my childhood, like me and my sister and my brother can have like we all grew up in the same house we all had similar like we remember those times during the holidays or we remember that time that we went sledding with my dad or whatever but like I could come out of that and have a totally different story from that or a totally different or memory and my sister and my brother could have a totally opposite reaction or opposite story so for me it's like knowing that what I perceived or what I experienced and then sharing it in my own perception or my own reality that's okay because a lot of people maybe other people that were in the same type of thing at that moment they might have a totally different reaction to it or they might be like what the hell is Ashley talking about like that's not how we experience that person or that's not how we experience that situation so that's something else that I've been really kind of thinking about ever since like doing the whole release I'm glad that I released it but I'm also kind of so I'm still kind of in that back and forth of like did I over like did I over like was my experience rightly experienced like what I'm sharing is that accurate okay well here's here's the thing and this goes back to um this goes back to my saying that I always say and everybody who knows me personally when we get into this kind of conversation I always say this people are gonna have their opinion about things that's an obvious right um 
people are going to have their own perception of things. It's their reality. It's not mine. So I shouldn't hold any type of um, insecurity within myself as far as what I'm expressing is truthful right. to me. So in the same light, no one should hold that against you because that's your experience. Right. So they, so as much as people want to compare, you know, compare notes and shit about what they've gone through, especially if it was in the same type of atmosphere, whether they were in the, literally in the same group and stuff like that, that's not right. Them. But you shouldn't hold that against yourself and feel like, wow, did, am I the only one that felt this way? Like, do I need to justify? And in what, and in what way do I make myself justifiable so at least it makes sense to the outside crowd? crowd? And that's really not up to you because that's what you experience. Right. And yes, I do think it was a cult. It had all the idiosyncrasies, all the characteristics of a cult-like mindset and what i mean by that is is that it was very charismatic to the point where it literally pushed you away from your your own family people that you know not only are your blood but people that know you very well Mm -hmm. and you're talking about strangers that literally pushed you away from like totally cut off your family i've never heard of such a thing other than a cult that, that actually does that and that's why in from my perception that whole experience when you talked about it and you expressed it to me and all the weird shit that was going on and stuff like that, I was led to believe like, wow, that's a cult. And it's not from, you know, we we hear it a lot in religious, you know, religious uh, standpoints and stuff like that as far as cults that exist. And I do feel that even in spirituality, I'm sorry, but in the spirituality community, it's not, it's not all what is cracked up to be, which is why I'm very, um, apprehensive about certain uh certain people that you know claim to have a spiritual point of view because if you look straight through it you're gonna see when you look through the through the actual um smoke of it all you actually see that there's really not they don't really hold a basis for what they truly believe right. in and how many um, how many whole how many personalities have I come across already that I told you in confidence that I have actually like followed and unfollowed on on Instagram because supposedly they wanted to hashtag vibrate higher, but then here you are talking shit about blatant racism. Right. What the fuck is that? Like you're you're spiritual. You want to talk about all this higher consciousness and stuff like that. But in higher consciousness and in spirituality, there is no separation. Right. There is no, it's an illusion. This is all a fucking illusion as far as I'm concerned. But that's besides the point. That's another conversation. But I just, I just crack up. I just find this so amusing that, you know, this is whole uh, conscious point of view and higher thinking and higher consciousness and higher spirituality and all this fucking higher shit but then when you crack down to it and you actually kind of like uh step outside of who this person is and their personalities you can actually read through the shit so yeah so it's not just limited to religious 
cults, there are spiritual cults, which is why I, you know, I'll state it like that. And I'm, every, I'm always going to state it like that. And that's that. And um, yeah, sad to say it exists, but it does, you know. And I think it's, uh, it's up to everybody's responsibility, I feel, to use the best of their discretion, especially when they're uh, trying to evolve in the spiritual sense. And, um, you know, using their their better judgment, obviously. Yeah. And I think it's weird because it's like, I don't know if it's because I was in it, but hearing you speak that and it's like, yes, you know more, like more than what I'm sharing right now, but it's like, it's all on the blog post, but it's like, I was led to believe that it was coming out of it and dealing and processing and moving forward. But then. I know I just I have a hard time labeling it because I don't know if it was accurate or not but that goes back to what you just said which is it's my experience right exactly and it's not um I don't want to say it's a form of labeling per se uh and and I guess it is you know it's, it's you know categorizing it in some sense but you know, obviously there's truth to it. It's not like, it's not like you're using like specific terms that are degrading. I I would say, you know, I would look more at it. Like if you were degrading them at one point, I mean, then I would have been like, okay, then I would have raised a a red flag because then you want to look at the other side of the party, but you were actually saying the truth about what was going on. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like um, you were slandering you know, the whole situation or the other party and stuff like that who was involved. This is actual facts that were happening, the actual reality of things. Yeah. So, yeah. So if someone wants to see it in a certain context, you got to understand, too, that's just one comment. And God knows how many, you know, how many people out there are going to leave stupid-ass comments. Well, yeah, it's not so much <laughs> and, like, oh, that comment yeah. was like bothersome. It was more just like, I, I feel like I was so like I want to be cautious because it's like I don't want to just slap the word cult on something well yeah yeah but I mean that's I think that's the impact that's the like, impact side of that's you, like. More just, like I don't know what else to classify it as like I don't it's not just like an abusive relationship like it's more than an abuse it's not right. like it's like because I've dealt with that with like a past boyfriend it's like it's not like that it's not just like a typical narcissistic relationship it's correct it's different <laughs> Yeah, it is different. It's very much different. So yeah, so I think you used it in the right sense. I think it was in the, um, and I'm not just saying that because you know, you know, you're the homie and everything. I'm just <laughs> saying like, it, you know, that's what it is. It, it is. It was a cult. Like it had all the characteristics. The only thing that was missing was the Kool Aid. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate to sound dark, but I mean it's the truth. Like. <laughs> That's well, you know, it. I think but, that's the other um, thing too to mention with like spirituality and all that. The thing that's always interesting to me, and I, I feel like you probably will agree, but like coming from a religious background, like growing up Catholic or in the Catholic faith, and then mm-hmm. going into spirituality, and I think we touched on this in one of our early episodes, but it's like, if you're coming out of religion or if you're coming out of like whatever your religious background is where there's like rules and regulations according to like Catholicism or Christianity, there's certain rules that you think that you have to uphold so you don't become a sinner 
and that's a whole nother conversation right. but it's like yeah that's a nother if you go into the <laughs> spiritual realm and you're like okay cool i'm gonna start like growing and doing all this like spiritual self-growth and all this stuff and healing and whatnot there should not be rules because it's like if you think about it you're coming out of a religious background where there were a lot of rules at least in catholicism and christianity and then you're entering into this new age again we don't like that word but we're going to put it out there it's like all this new age stuff and you're leaving a religion where there were a lot of rules and regulations or so like enforced ideas and then you enter into Mm -hmm. something completely opposite like the whole spiritual thing and then you're getting rules thrown on you and it's like oh, okay, I can't, I have to do it a certain way, or I have to be this, or I have to be that, or I have to practice yoga this way, or I have to, I have to drink the green juice, like not the Kool-Aid, I have to drink the green juice. And that's not a slander on green juice or yoga. It's just like there's certain ideas or things that come with when you enter a certain spiritual community or spiritual group. And it's like, if I'm not dressed all in white, or if I'm not doing this certain thing, then I'm not spiritual. Exactly. Exactly. And and that's what's so funny. Like, and, and that was something that I struggled with the last couple of years, because I remember like, I remember going through this whole spiritual journey back when I was 19 years old. And, you know, hell, it's been a long time, but it's still, it's still a work in progress. And the spiritual journey is always like that. Yeah. I'm going to put it out there like that, too. Like, this is not something that you reach the destination. And now you become, you know, a prophet. So no, it's, it's not anything like that. It's, an evolution in its own. And so when I started to confront all these different ideas and methods in regards to spirituality, I realized like, it's not much that different to what we were taught in religion in that there's rules. There's like certain formats and routines and it could drive it could drive a sane person crazy and i can see why people kind of like okay i'm done with this shit like i'm just gonna yeah. i'm gonna believe in nothing <laughs> it's, like, it's but, the same um, type of thing only it's a different form yeah like there's no freaking so... i'm sorry there's no freaking bible or torah or quran that goes along with spirituality no there's not and, and rightfully so i mean and I think in terms of it's, it reminds me of a lot like the matrix, like the movie, the matrix, because it's like, you're, you're born into this world and just depending on your family's upbringing and stuff like that, you know, all those categorization comes onto you and uh, religion is one of those big ones. Yeah. And it's like fitting into that box and conforming to that box and you know, and as we having to said, do X, Y, Z, the box. Yeah, it's a fucking box. And you know, so when I was nineteen years old, and I said, you know, fuck the box because I'm I'm through with this shit. I'm not getting the answers that I would need. Um, nothing is making sense. And every time I get, you know, confronted with a question and I want to ask about it, I can't ask about it because it's like oh, no, you can't do that, that type of thing, you know, so it was just like a whole bunch of BS, and it drove, it drove me crazy, it drove me insane, to the point where I was just like, that's it, I'm done, I'm leaving yeah. the church, and I'm, I'm gonna find God my own way, and uh, yeah, and as a result, I mean, after being educated on all the different types of religions out there, I mean, they're all the same, it's really all the same, there's really no difference, I mean, yeah, they have their differences, but the end result is coming back to God and that's it. Yep. Now the best thing about spirituality to me is that it cuts the middleman. 
<laughs> yeah. So now you're looking from within. God is within and that's it. And um so yeah, and I understand a lot a lot of religious folks out there, you know, they you know, they take it to heart. I mean, hell, I had a couple people, you know, unfollow me who were, you know, straight up Christians and uh, follow their religion and their path and stuff like that. And they just couldn't agree with what I post, you know, here and there. And, and I'm cool with that. I don't have no problem because it's yeah. not like it's not like I'm taking it personal. I mean, that's again, that's their reality. You know, that's something that they chose to do in this life. Right. Whereas with me, like I'm more free spirited and I'm more like uh, more spiritually inept and, you know, and that's that. Um but yeah, but it, it it's it's that whole conforming within that box that drove me crazy <laughs> to the point where I was just like, okay, that's it, I'm done, and fuck the box, and I, I'm through it. I'm I'm unplugging myself from the religious matrix, and <laughs> yeah, it, and I wish everybody can be the same. Here's the thing. Here's the conundrum for me. I wish everybody can be spiritual. I wish everyone can just open their minds and free themselves and liberate themselves from the constraints of what they were taught and to challenge everything that they've been taught. But I know realistically that's not going to happen. No. And, and, um, and in a sense, I'm cool with it because I already understand everybody has their own path in this life. So, and it goes back to even like soul contracts before we were born. Yep. before we even came into this world we all had soul contracts that we signed so essentially it's we could try as especially as spiritual spiritual teachers and healers out there and you know indigo children and and uh light workers out there we could try all we want and try to shed the light on a lot of stuff but really it's going to come down to the other person whether whether they're ready to receive and that's what it comes down to yeah basically but uh but yeah but that damn it that box <laughs> i'm gonna quote you can't do the fuck the box can't do that box yeah fuck that box i'm <laughs> done with it so done with it i already turned it over Painted it purple, put a unicorn, and that's it. Kicked it to the side. <laughs> you scared it with your purple penis. For real. <laughs> that joke was so funny, dude. It really was. That's going to like go down forever. It is. That's going to be the highlight of 2018. It really is. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So, um, so coming back to being exposed and and being in that sense of a vulnerable place and stuff like that this year actually I had an episode I'm not going to go too much in details but um I had an episode where I had to reveal you know certain feelings and certain emotions that I suppressed for actually about 12 years yeah and that was rough because I never realized I had, again, going back to the stupid boxes, but I can't <laughs> believe I boxed that. I can't believe I boxed that little, that little side of who, who I was and how I was feeling and who I am. And I boxed it so much to the point where I totally forgot about it. Like, that's how, that's how real it got. 
Yeah. And then when cert- when something had popped up, it triggered. And so it came out. So like all the emotions that are coming forward. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I was just like, um, what's going on here? Like, why am I feeling these kind of things? And I realized like, wow, I've really suppressed all those emotions. Like I need to say what I say and leave it at that. That's another, uh, I would probably say that's one in one of the episodes of vulnerability that I had to experience this year. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people out there are probably had probably gone through episodes, especially with regards to the retrogrades. Because the retrogrades, if you're really inept spiritually, you'll notice that during the retrogrades, you start to feel like, I need to unleash. <laughs> yep. I need to let go of something. I need to express something. I need to get something off my chest. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, That's exactly what happened. So that's why when... When you posted that, I was like, oh, yeah, this is perfect timing, dude. <laughs> like, this is what it's about. Like, it's all about letting go. And especially during the, it, it's the waning period of the moon right now. And yeah. Right before it goes into the new moon, I want to say December the 7th. Hold up, before I start talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> so this is like the perfect time to let go and release of any type of, emotions that you're having yeah you know just let it go let it go like don't bring that to the new year because you don't want that uh coming back to haunt you down the road again but yeah the new moon is on the seventh yay (laughs) yeah so so definitely if anybody out there you know need to release something you know whether if that's towards a person or if you even if you're not ready to express it on Twitter, you know, or express it on Instagram or, you know, express it on the public atmosphere. Um, definitely journal it because all those emotions being pent up inside like that, like it's not it's yeah, not trust good. Trust me, it's better to get it out because I spent a couple months just dealing with it on my own and I was a shell of myself and it's like I wish I had had that conversation with you sooner than March. I wish you had, like, I don't know, I wish we had talked, like, right after it happened or right in January. But it's, like, I I know that there was a reason I had to go through it. But, like, yeah, if you're feeling some type of way, it's better just to, like, get it out of you rather than try to, like, and it was a completely different scenario for me because I was in that place where I thought I was a bad person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hell, remember when I was telling you about about my situation uh, with a narcissist and stuff like that and yeah. how much shame I had? Dude, oh, like, yeah. I literally, I went off of Instagram for, like, a couple of months. I want to say, yeah. like, three months. And one of my followers, he reached out to me. And he was like, yo, I thought you died or something. I'm like, damn, like, you really thought <laughs> I died? Like, shit, like, my God, are you that, are you that gloomy? Like, So he was like, he was like, no, but you're good. I was like, I'm, I'm straight. I never came out and said what actually happened because I didn't feel like it was anybody's business. But yeah, yeah, like it's, it just goes to show you. uh, And I'm so thankful for the support that I get from everybody on Instagram, everywhere on Twitter. Um, You know, there's, it's funny. Like, I remember back in the days, like how on 
trustworthy like I was of strangers and stuff like that and then look at us now now we're like talking to strangers like on Instagram and, so, and just connecting with strangers and it's, and it's all good yeah but, um, but I love yeah, it I but, love strangers for real and um so yeah it's it, it's pretty amazing um danger for real but it I mean but it's all good like it's all and you can feel the energy like you you know when it's in a good place and when it's not oh um, yeah yeah and, and I think that's we we feel that real. shit <laughs> yeah like I, I already know from right off the jump you know how you know intuitively how a person who they really are and what their yeah. intentions are oh you of know. course it's so easy now <laughs> I think yeah. that comes with time but it's like it's so it laughable because like half the time I'll see things and I'm like oh yeah I know what's going on behind the scenes <laughs> like you see For someone real. post something I always laugh it's like you know okay this is gonna go somewhere else but go ahead go somewhere else <laughs> <laughs> you know what's always so funny to me Jazz is that when people make some big proclamation about something or other and it's like it's because they're hiding their own guilt around not doing something or doing something yes I've seen that happen a lot okay I'm gonna talk to you about that offline but okay (laughs) yeah that's just so interesting to me it's like well it's kind of going back to that whole conversation we had a couple I think it was one of our after hours where we were talking about how people make all these freaking announcements of like this is what I'm gonna do or I'm I'm doing this or I'm starting that or wait till you see me I'm gonna do this and then it's like it never happens or like they just kind of fade away yeah, and it's so sad too, because it's just like, dude, like, just do it, man. Like, don't yeah. talk about it, man. Well, just just hate, make it happen. I, the one thing that I hate is when people make those big proclamations, and then it's like a really big prop- proclamation, and then it's like you check up on them. Because I did this just recently, because I was just curious. I'm like, yeah, you were talking a big game a couple weeks ago, and now you're dead. For real, like, what happened? Yeah, and it's like, come. I mean, I totally have compassion for that because. I went silent myself, but it's like there was excruciating circumstances behind the scenes. And I'm not saying like that person might have excruciating circumstances, but going back to what you said about how we feel everything, like I feel people's intentions and it's like, it's definitely amped up more and more and more, but it's just so crazy to me to like see all these things that people say or things that people post or do or whatnot. Yeah. I, yeah, and I see it all the time too. I and... see it twenty four seven. It's like um, to yeah. me, it's like to me. And now I'm at the point where I have like I have a lot of compassion for these people, but then at the same time, a lot of the times I just start laughing because I'm like, oh, you think you're yeah. sly? You think you're sly? I see what you're doing. It's like here we go again. Yeah, here we <laughs> go again. It's like you're waving a big ass hoop that's got fire around it, and you're like, wait till you see me jump through this fire hoop, and then all of a sudden the hoop goes away or the water comes and then it's like whoop do you die you can't fucking jump through a hoop <laughs> even though you said you could <laughs> yeah it's like it, and sometimes it gets overkill too because it's just like at that point you're just like okay like you're either gonna make it happen or you're not and i'm just gonna ignore <laughs> just well, I, don't, I just don't like when people talk to a big game yeah me either like like People should I'm do that. so like, like they really should. Uh, well, we've had this discussion, but like I'm not the type of person that's gonna make an announcement. I'm yeah. just gonna fucking do it. Like perfect example is I just made a website. <laughs> I didn't yeah. announce like guys, I'm building a website. Like of course I mentioned it the day after I mentioned it when I posted the blog post, but it wasn't like, hey guys, I'm working on a website right now. 
stay tuned yeah. and then it never comes and it's like nope I built it in like 20 minutes at work because I don't give a fuck and then I'm <laughs> like it's out <laughs> <laughs> yeah um uh, th- yeah th- this is me being judgmental but I yeah it's like a pet peeve it's like judgy, a pet peeve judgy judgy especially- was a bear for real like it's just like come on like I don't need the announcements. Like, just make it happen. Like, just make yeah. it make it pop. Like, are people do waste, do. people waste so much time saying that they're gonna do it, and then nothing ever transpires from saying that you're gonna do it. Yeah, and I think it's just for show. I don't know what else it would be. It's like you got to be just saying all these announcements just to make a show. Yeah, and, and to and but then it's and like where's it the meat of the show? Like, okay, it's kind of like a like what do you call those things? Like for movies and shit, like trailers. It's like yeah, trailers. you make this big ass trailer. It's like coming soon. Twenty nineteen is gonna be my fucking year. For and real. then, like literally, like ten days into twenty nineteen, it's like, huh? Where's the actual show? Where's the actual movie? Where's the actual content? Where's the actual production? You know that reminds made me. A- what that reminds me of like those new year's resolutions where everybody's like i'm gonna lose weight go yeah. to the gym for like the first week and then that's it and oh yeah that's so funny falls off yeah it's like everybody gets on this bandwagon of like yeah january 1st new me like i'm gonna lose all the weight it's like people think they're gonna solve like world peace and all this shit they're like oh no. yeah 2019 i'm gonna like lose 20 pounds i'm gonna eat right I'm going to meet the love of my life. I'm going to start that business. I'm going to start that website. I'm going to start that blog. I'm going to do all the things. And then literally like five days later, it's like, yeah, no one's in the gym. No one's putting out anything. No one's doing anything. No one's in the healthy food aisle. (coughs) Well, here's the thing too. It's like, I'm all for manifestation and I'm all for, you know, speaking it into existence and stuff like that. No, but that's bullshit. But you got to follow it up. Like, you can't just, like, expect the fucking universe to just hand it to you if you're just going to keep talking about it and keep talking about it and keep dragging it and stuff like that. It used to drive me so crazy because I had one friend like that. Um, yeah. He, he would always, like, say all these things. Like, um, And then the sad part, what would really... Uh, I can understand if you kept saying it, you know, talking about how you're going to do this and X, Y, and Z. But then he would put p- other people down for them not, not following their oh, path. That's, that's the and I was worst. just like, okay, fuck tired. That's like, like you extreme, really an asshole. Like, that's the extreme version of judgmental. Like that's judgmental gone like sideways up upsides up all the ways. For real. Because like you're gonna on. like you're not even doing the thing that you're judging. Yeah. Like I can understand, like it's cool. You wanna keep dragging and stuff like that about how you're gonna do something. Whatever. Fine. Just for me, I yeah, feel like maybe just that makes thing. that person happy. Maybe that person makes that. Maybe that idea of just constantly announcing something, of like whatever. Maybe that yeah. makes that person happy. And if that's the case, like if all you want out of life is to keep on putting out trailers and to keep making resolutions and not have anything change or happen, then yeah. that's on you. Exactly. But to go and put somebody down because they're not, you know, yeah, living like, it who, up. Who are you? Who are you to make that call? Because you're not doing anything either. Exactly. So, so yeah, that's the only, that's the one time where I was so turned off. And I was like, wow, I can't believe people actually do that. Like, I can't believe I have a live version of somebody that actually do that shit. And yeah, 
it used to drive me so crazy. I, I and I pointed it out to him, and he, of course, he got upset. Like he found it offensive well, and yeah. shit like that. And I'm he just got like, bitch. His feelings. He got yeah, his feelings. He really did get into his feelings, bro. Like legit. Like to the point where it was just like, I'm not gonna talk to you. Slam the door. Like that kind of an attitude. Yeah, that kind of situation. Yeah, so I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. Like I really don't care. I'm just gonna, you know, speak the truth. If it hurts your feelings. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Somebody's got to hear it. <laughs> you know, it. Well, I think that's the other thing, too. It's like, especially like with friends or people that you're close to, and then you tell them all the things and you're like, okay, this is what, this is what you need to do, or this is what I see. Like, this is what's going on. Right. Like at some point, and I think we talked about this in a previous show too, about like how it kind of gets to that point where you're literally it's like those conversations where you just feel like you're getting nowhere you're like you're beating your head against the wall because you keep saying the same thing and then yep you want that you want so badly for that person to like do the thing or like get on the horse or like stop just like pussyfooting around or dragging their feet yeah i love that word (laughs) me too pussyfooting you should add that to the list the list of words For that sure. needs to be in our urine review. All yep. the words. <laughs> <laughs> to everybody out there who's wondering, like, what the hell are you talking about? It's our words. It's all our words. Because <laughs> we live in the year, what is it, 3019? No, 2035. There we go, 2035. We're already ahead. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we're going to come out with a dictionary. It's going to be Soul Gab's Dictionary. And oh, that's gonna be lit for real. Like we're gonna have all these words and these definitions, and, and you know put them in so sentences cool too. You know it's gonna be so cool too when we actually do get to twenty thirty five, and we're like, yeah, look at we got the twenty thirty five dictionary. How old will I be in twenty thirty five? That's a good question. I'm looking that up right 2035 now. Twenty thirty five minus twenty eighteen. That's seventeen years. So seventeen plus thirty three. I'm using a calculator, by the way, because I really can't do math. Okay. Well, I'll be 52, so that means you'll be 50. I'll right? be 50. Oh, that's going to be a good year. Hell yeah, that's going to be a good year. I can't Fitty. wait. Fitty, it's going to be like 50 cents. <laughs> For real. By the way, I just started following 50 cent on Instagram. I had to. Well, of course. We got to tag him, though. <laughs> I don't think I tagged him on uh, episode 50. Do you follow 50 cent? No, I don't. I don't. You know what? I don't really follow celebrities like that. I think the only celebrity I really follow, um, is Maxwell. Okay. Well, he's not. Yeah. Like, well, I guess he is a celebrity, but I see him more as like a singer artist. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I guess you could say that, but, but yeah, I think he's the only one that I have on the list that actually, you know, I follow a lot of artists. Yeah, no, I know you do. But that's because you're, like, musically inclined. And stuff like yeah. that. Not that I'm saying that I'm not musically inclined, but I'm, yeah, I'm like, more like... Yeah, you, you share Prince and stuff. Yeah, you know, I'm a Prince girl. You know, that's that's never going to go away. <laughs> that's going to stay with me for the rest of my life. <laughs> Did you know that Lauren Hill is on Instagram, too? Is she really? Yeah. Shit, I fell off. No, I didn't know that she was. And and first of all, I but see, like... I don't know if it's her real, like I don't know if it's her yeah. real page. I'm wondering she's got that. a crown. Like I'm not expecting everyone to have a blue check mark if they're like that level. Yeah. But 
with someone like Lauren Hill, I would assume that she'd be like blue checked and all that shit. So it's is like, she? I don't know. No, she's not. I don't know if it's real or not real because she's only got 19.1K followers. Okay. Yeah. Because she doesn't, I don't perceive her to be as the type that is on social media like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. She's, yeah. 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 She's generally a very private person. That's um, true. So that's why I'm kind of ambiguous. I wonder if it's more just like a fan account. Yeah. Because it hasn't been a post since 2016. That's interesting. Yeah. I heard recently she she got a couple people up in their arms because uh, she didn't uh, come out until like two hours later for a performance and only performed for like 30 minutes. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, that's like... But here's the thing. She's not the first artist that does that. No, I, I hate to say. I was gonna say it. she's I'm not like, the first it's not one. The first, it's not the first. Why are yeah. we getting our panties in a bundle? Exactly, and and that's what drives me crazy. I'm just like she, but she's not the only one that's done that. Like, there's plenty of artists, yeah. even concerts that I went to, where one artist like it literally took him like two hours to come out, and then when he performed, he only performed for like an hour, and then that was it. Yeah. But it was great. Like I didn't take it personally. Yeah, it's like, like that. Enjoy, enjoy the time you got. Like if you got the if you got the artist to perform for an hour, cool. If the artist performs for thirty minutes, cool. Enjoy. Like don't get your feelings all hurt because they said that they were going to perform at this specific time, and then they come on a little bit later. Well, like, I think unless, that's to be expected. <laughs> unless they're paying like four hundred dollars a ticket, then that's when I can see why people would get. Well, yeah, that's a different case. Yeah. But still, like, I still think, like, just enjoy what you get. Yeah, for sure. And, like, it, I, for me personally, I, I, thankfully, I've never experienced anything like that to that magnitude other than this guy went to the concert. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, going back to Lauren Hill, like, yeah, I never, I've never perceived her to be that type of personality that's, uh, she's more of a, of a humble type private. of spirit. Yeah, very private. You know? Yeah, I was cool. going to say more private. I think you can be public and humble. I think she's just more private by nature. Yeah. Now, on the opposite end, who has a lot of followers that I perceive as being very humble, and um, she's not really that private, but like Alicia Keys. Yeah. You know, like I've never, besides all the drama that everybody keeps talking about between her marriage and her and, um, and Swiss, like, uh, like all this uh this drama about him and his uh baby mama from before and and how yep. <laughs> how Alicia like savagely stepped into it. Like I don't I don't buy it. I personally well, like, don't buy it. Like I have, can... and that goes back to like feeling into it. It's like yeah, okay. Because that's I, the thing with yeah. any art with any artist or celebrity or any one of that statue, it's like it's gonna come up with a can of worms and people are gonna try to like get in their feelings or point fingers or all this stuff and that's like the nature of the world it's like someone of that level is automatically you're gonna have crazy stories i mean why do you think there's so many tabloids hell yeah they make so much (laughs) money too like it's ridiculous they do jesus oh my god but yeah but but when i like back <laughs> and stop reading the comments you know about you know all the speculation because really that's what it is just speculation there's no weight oh, of course you know there's no weight to what anybody's saying but even i knew that like like come on like it's yeah. not that serious like it's really not that serious and it's just it's just comical like 
jumping well, to conclusions and shit. Someone so like invested, like the fact that people get so invested in someone else's like life, like when it's a celebrity. Like I never understood why people like. And I guess it's it's kind of like we all do it in some shape or form because we're all on Instagram, we're all on like social media, following each other. Yeah. But I guess it's more just like the people that really like are obsessed to the point like they speculate things about celebrities. It's like those um those gossip bloggers. Oh my god. Yeah. Holy shit! Some of the beef that that these gossip bloggers get, but you know they only bring it to themselves too, because when you start talking shit about other people's lives and not actually yeah. knowing without a shot of a doubt without you being yeah. there 24-7 to actually witness the shit like there's so many ways for you to cross the line for you to get to the point where it's only inevitable that you will face some type of legal issues and yeah. get a lot of backlash well, that's like a whole nother conversation. Hell yeah, that around... is a whole nother conversation. <laughs> <laughs> like, paparazzi. For real. Like, oh my god. Like, yeah. think about, like, Princess Diana. Oh my god. God rest her soul. Yeah, that was crazy. That was so fucking... And and there's just so many... Spect- I, I mean, there's remember, just I so many stories. I wrote a whole freaking paper in college about, like, paparazzi and how they were... What happened with Princess Diana and everything. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about that, too. Yeah, that'll yeah, be, like, gotta... another episode. Yeah, because, um, yeah, it, I have so many facts upon facts upon facts about what happened <laughs> during that time. Like, I have so many questions about... Yeah. Not not because, of you know, from the conspiracy, quote-unquote, standpoint, but because as a health... You know, previously as a healthcare worker and um, actually working in an emergency room environment and knowing the logistics and stuff like that of yeah you know ambulance and stuff and uh urgent care and just rapid responses like i there's just so many i have so many questions i really do i we should I do really a whole do. we should do a whole princess diana episode for real we have to do that we'll probably do that like on her birthday or something we should do oj simpson too for real <laughs> we'll touch base on that that's like a random side note, but my sister and I are obsessed with O.J. Simpson and like the whole case. You know, I remember back. When I think the whole it's case we grew started. up with it. Yeah, yeah that's we what grew it was. Up with it. I was in third grade, and I remember. I think it was yeah, it was third grade, and I remember I I was home for lunch, and they were gonna read the verdict, and like, of course, mom, my mom is like, oh, we're gonna watch the verdict, and I remember standing up and like not going back to school because we had to watch the verdict, and I also remember the Bronco chase. Yep. Yeah, I remember watching it on TV, and I was like, "What yeah, the we hell's watching, going on?" We were like watching basketball or something, and then it was like all of a sudden, like all the channels went to the Bronco chase. Yeah. Oh yeah, memories. So many memories. Yeah, we had to definitely touch base in another <laughs> episode on that. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we definitely have to do that on like, an anniversary or something. Childhood experiences. <laughs> For real, it'll be like a whole segment on just that. It can be a. Yeah, it's going to be a whole segment all about <laughs> those things. By the way, um, I found this picture. from I don't know if you saw it, but I, I yesterday on Random with Ash on my podcast, I found a picture of me at the airport. <laughs> oh, yes, I saw it. Oh, my gosh. I don't, I don't know 
why or how, but I thought of that. And I remember vividly the exact outfit I was wearing. And I talked about it on my podcast for whatever reason yesterday on the Friday random episode. And I just kind of brought that up. I don't even know why or how it came forward, but I thought about it. And I'm like, I really want to find this fucking picture from college when we went to O'Hare. And I have a picture of me in front of the Alaska sign wearing burgundy pants and a black top. And of course, last night I go into my Google Drive and I'm like, let me find my college pictures. And I found it. And I was so excited. That was so funny. I was like, I was like, yo, that's ass. What is she doing at the Alaska? <laughs> she going to Alaska? And speaking of Alaska, um, sending massive prayers and love to, to yeah. everybody who was affected with the, the recent earthquake that went on over there. That was crazy. When I got the, yeah. when I heard about it, I was at work and I was, and one of my coworkers, she was like, She's like, do you know Alaska just had an earthquake? I was like, what the fuck? Like, how? Why? What is this yeah. coming up? Yeah, it's, it's just crazy. Just all these different earth changes and really. Yeah, so major big ups and peace to anybody affected over there. But um, I kind of turned it to a sour note. Yeah, but on a good note, we look forward to the next episodes as always. And if you're not following us, please do so. Well, on that Instagram plug, Twitter, and Facebook. Yes. And you know what we have to do, Jess? What's we up? have to say, I'm Don Corleonius. As always, in parting, we wish you love, peace, and soul. Soul! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so strange. So everybody that's like, like wondering what the hell he's talking about. Well, Ash posted about the Soul Train <laughs> plug on her Instagram. Was it your? That was um, the, yeah, it was on your account, right? Or was it like? Yeah, love Ashley K. No. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. Speaking <laughs> of, I have like, I have like five fucking Instagram accounts now. Good lord, girl. Because I have ours, and then I have Bin Low, and then I have the podcast, and then I have, yeah, I don't even know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you got the multitude. I got, yeah, I got multitude. I always laugh. It's like when I go into my Insta, I'm like, okay, where are the notifications coming from? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Which one am I on right now? Oh, my God, that's funny. No, I All right. listen to that Soul Gaps. All right, I want to listen to uh, Soul Train now. Go ahead, put it on in closing. Let's see if I can find it. My phone is acting funky. <laughs> Alexa, play Spotify. Where's my soul? Soul train. There we go. <laughs> can you hear it? Very faint. A lot closer to Alexa. Jingle Ball Rock is still playing, by the way. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So many memories. Another <laughs> 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 Guys, I got the <laughs>
We went from Soul Train to Soldier Boy. <laughs> Alexa, play Black and Yellow. Black and Yellow by Wiz Khalifa from Spotify. Oh, damn. Okay. We went down this hey. whole tunnel of like. We went down this whole tunnel of random songs in our home. We were decorating and we were playing all these random songs. <laughs> you should That's check my Insta story. You should check my Insta story because I've got this video of us like decorating the tree with a uh, "Rip Too Hard" playing. Oh yeah, definitely gonna check it out. <laughs> black and yellow, black and yellow. Oh, by the way, the. Uh, we're gonna do our uh, our group episode. Oh yes, I saw that. It's December sixteenth, right? Yeah. Right, I cool. fucked up until Sunday, by the way. So now we got Brian and Tom agreed to the sixteenth, but that's a Sunday. All right, no, that's cool. Okay, cool. Because that's when we're all on for seven o'clock Eastern. All right, sweet. All right, to everybody out there, peace, love, as always, many blessings. And peace, love, and soul. The soul train. <laughs> we have to do the uh, soul train, uh, the soul line. For real. We'll do a little dance. That's we'll hold it down for everybody. On the sidewalk. <laughs> Let's like, bust out the soul train at, at the airport. For real. People go look at us <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with that chick? <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned, oh yeah, that's how I talked about the airport yesterday, because I mentioned how we're going to do a dance on the moving sidewalk, because I said we both share an affinity towards the airport. That's right. Shoot. We better do that. And I said it's going to happen in 2019, so now it's going to have to happen. Yeah, it has to happen. There's no question about it. We will make it happen. For sure. All right, everybody. Peace out. Oh, shit. You know what we forgot? What happened? You know what we forgot? It's the first of the month. It's the first of the month. It was so funny because Tom actually tweeted me this morning. So I, I just said happy first of the month at like five something. Yeah. And then he wrote back. He's like, wake up, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like he knew. He knew exactly. <laughs> Everybody this at this point should know funny. that already. <laughs> it's too funny though. <laughs> Where's that song? I gotta find it now. Yeah, you gotta play it. Then we'll close out. All right. Listen to my Bill Withers right now. <laughs> Billy Withers. It's the last month of the year, too. For real. So fucking fast. Get up, get up, get up. Wake up, wake up. I love how Tom like responded right away. Like five <laughs> 5.30 in the morning. He's like, wake up, wake up. <laughs> True. All right, guys. We will be back. We got some offline conversation to go down. For real. Peace out. Peace, love, peace love and soul.